So you feel the call to ministry, but you also feel the call to business. Which do you choose? Can you do both? What does that even look like practically? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Welcome to Conflicted, the podcast exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face trying to pursue success in business and sacrifice in service to Christ. I'm your host, Sean Tombagahan, and I'm glad to be with you on this journey. Welcome to episode two of the Conflicted Podcast. On episode one, I talked about the general idea of what the conflict in the Conflicted Podcast is all about, namely that as a uh, devoted believer and an entrepreneur, I often find myself trying to balance on the razor's edge of those two worlds, business and ministry. And even in that statement, you're going to notice that I'm equating my faith in Christ to ministry to Christ, and uh, that's, that's actually intentional. Uh, I mentioned that in my personal experience, I found at least three conflicts in my journey of Christian entrepreneurship. One uh, was the conflict of choice, choosing between business and ministry. The conflict of time, meaning the allocation of how much time should be invested in growing as an entrepreneur versus growing as a Christian. And then the conflict of money, pursuing a financially successful business and living a life of contentment and sacrifice while guarding against the temptation to love money and spend everything I have on myself. Um, Today, I want to focus on that first conflict, which is choosing between ministry and business. Because this is episode two, which means we're all pretty brand new to the show, um, I thought it'd be appropriate to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about my story. Uh, I'm going to withhold my full testimony for now. Uh, Maybe we could do that another day uh, for another purpose, but... Uh, for, for for our intention of this episode, it's important to give you a little bit of background. So my story, those of you who are completely fresh, meaning you have no context of who I am at all, um, my name's Sean. My name's Sean Tombagahan. I'm uh, married. I have three young sons. I serve as an elder and teaching minister at my local church, uh, which is the Word Community Church in Fresno, California. I also own and run a branding and marketing agency called Butler Branding that I started in 2012. Um, Aside from running the operations of the agency, I also serve as the lead strategist and creative director for my team. You can check out who we are, what we do, all that good stuff at butlerbranding.com if you're interested in my business and what we do. Uh, That's really me in a nutshell. Um, You know, I, I was raised by entrepreneurs my mom and dad, uh, they, they were divorced when I was six, but both of them ended up owning their own businesses. I've really never known either of my parents to have uh, what you would consider a normal job. You know, my dad, he's an immigrant from the Philippines, and I remember him always kind of talking negatively about settling for a nine to five job, uh, working for somebody else. You know, he would say things like, Sean, you live in the land of opportunity. You could really do whatever you want. If you work hard enough, someone has to be at the top of the company. Why can't it be you? You know, I always, as far as I can remember, knowing what I wanted to do for a living, um, you know, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. The problem that I had was I had like zero ambition. I was a huge pothead and pretty lazy. 
I started smoking weed at like a really young age. I'm not, again, spare my testimony. That's going to be another day. But we'll just say that in 2007, Christ radically saved me. Um, And I started at that time to develop some ambition to do something with my life, right? So I I was 22. I only mention all this just because pretty early on in my walk with Christ, I remember feeling the call to ministry, right? So, however... The desire to start a business that I always had, that it didn't leave. And now I had this newfound ambition to actually do something. So, you know, before when I was smoking weed all the time, I really didn't have any ambition. Now I've given my life to God. I've stopped doing drugs. I have this ambition uh, to actually do what I wanted to do all growing up. But then I feel this tug towards ministry. And so that's the conflict. The first conflict was ministry or business? Should I pursue my dream of starting a business? Should I pursue this newly discovered sense to serve serve, uh, Christ as a minister of the gospel? And, you know, it it was actually a struggle for a few years. I I talked to my pastor. um, I talked to trusted friends. Nobody could really tell me exactly what to do, um, and nor should they have. You know, this was really a process of God shaping me and molding me, recalibrating my thinking, and ultimately my missiology. Yeah, my missiology, which is the, the the study of Christian missions. I recognized after God dealing with me in this long journey that it was really a false choice. So, you know, you look at the Great Commission, it's for every believer. We're all called to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. I recognize that every Christian is called to be a minister of the gospel. You're either a faithful minister or you're not. But if you're a Christian, you are called to the ministry. You know, some might be called to work what we would call, quote, secular jobs, and their vocation would provide the means to support them and their ministry. You know, the Bible doesn't tell Christians that everyone should quit their jobs and work, uh, you know, work and live in a commune. You know, in fact, if you actually look at Second uh, Thessalonians three, the Apostle Paul he's warning against Christians that had bad end times theology. They just wanted to quit everything and and quit working. And he actually rebukes them and says they're worse than an unbeliever if they don't work. And he he encourages them to work and not be lazy. Um, you know, some people are specially chosen to have their livelihood provided for by financial contributions from the church, right? So on the one hand, we have people who are vocational, meaning they they have a vocation and uh, they, they minister in the context wherever they find God puts them. Um, other people are making their uh, money, they're living through financial contributions from the church. That would be like missionaries, pastors, those giving themselves fully, their full time to the work of the gospel. First um, Timothy 5, he says this in verse 17 and 18, the elders who are good leaders should be considered worthy of an ample honorarium, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, don't muzzle an ox while it's treading out the grain, and the worker is worthy of his wages. So, yes, I believe in paying pastors and evangelists. Um, So we have people that have jobs. We have people who uh, their primary job is to do the full-time work of the ministry. And then there's this third category. There's some who are uniquely called to live in both worlds, kind of like the Apostle Paul, who set aside his right to receive contributions from the church 
And instead, he said he, he worked tirelessly day and night as a tent maker, right? So no one could accuse him of serving Christ for financial gain. First Thessalonians 2.9 says, For you remember our labor and hardship, brothers, working night and day, so that we would not be a burden on any of you. We preach, the God, we preach God's gospel to you. So every believer, again, they're called to live their life in service to Christ and to do their part in fulfilling the Great Commission. If you're a, a barista at Starbucks, your ministry is funded by Starbucks. If you're a, a pastor, it's likely your ministry is funded by financial contributions from the church. And if you are an entrepreneur, your ministry is likely funded by the business God has blessed you to start. So um, I got over my first conflict. In 2012, I decided to start a business uh, while being faithful to do whatever ministry uh, God would allow me to do. My initial... My initial thought was that I could build something in three to five years. That I don't know where I got that number from, but it was three to five years. That would allow me to uh, create a business um, that would be successful enough to allow me to step away, collect money, and do ministry. So I'd be a, fu- a fully funded, self-funded missionary. Um, you know, just, like it's so easy, right? I, uh, reality check. You know, starting a business is hard. I I had no clue what I was doing. I keep in mind I I was 27. I had zero college, zero formal training, no experience in starting anything. Um suffice it to say I had a lot to learn. Uh which means that now my time was divided. The the free time and the mental capacity that I once had to dig into the scriptures, to study theology, to minister at my church, to preach the gospel on the streets, well, now it that extra time that I had was taken up by learning how to run a business, and that's the second conflict that I had this the allocation of time, and that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. Thanks for sticking around. If you liked this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe share the podcast with others, and write a review. It only takes a second, and it helps get the word out to more people. Also, if you want to support the podcast financially, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash seantamba. That's patreon.com forward slash S-E-A-N-T-A-M-B-A. Any amount definitely helps. You can also see the link in the show notes. That's it for today, folks. Thank you and God bless.